We have the opportunity today to learn a remarkable piece of Rebitzela Peterburger. Uh, let me put Rebitzela Peterburger into uh, context for you. Rebitzela Peterburger was one of the three great Talmudim of Rebisro Salante. Uh, there was Rebisro, there was Rebitzela uh, Peterburger, also known as Rebitzchak Blazer, and there was Rebnaftoli Amsterdam, and there was Rebsimcha Zissel Ziv of, of, of Kelm. And uh, in my tradition, I'm just incredibly fortunate to have had access to those three traditions uh, from Rebellia Lopian through my father and directly. He was a Talmud of, of Ribsim Kazisel. Uh, my mentor and, and Rebbe, Reb Chaim Lifshitz, was a Talmud of the Sri Daesh. He was a Talmud of Reb Naftali Amsterdam. And my Rosh Hashiva, Rebellia Mishkovsky, was a grandson of Rabbi Zilla Peterberger, who we're going to learn today. Uh, these three were the Talmudim of Rebisrol Salante, who was the great mastermind of the modern uh, Muslim movement. Uh, he himself was a Talmud of Rebzundel Salante. Rebzundel was a Talmud of Rebitzel Velozhen. Rebitzel was a Talmud of Reb Chaim Velozhen. He was a Talmud of the Vilna Gon. So this tradition, this Masorah, is, is, is incredibly meaningful and, and important to me. Let's look at the Gemara firstly. So the Gemara is a statement by Rabbi Chama Barabi Chanina. Now, there were two Rabbi Chama Barabi Chaninas, but I'm pretty sure that this is the Rabbi Chama Barabi Chanina who used to live in Tsipuri, not far from where we are uh, at the moment for Pesach, uh, up in the hills, half an hour away is Tsipuri, and there his father, Rabbi Chanina Bar Chama, his grandfather had the same name as he had, uh, Rabbi Chanina Bar Chama was the Rosh Hashiva who succeeded Rabbi Yudah Hanossi. He was a close Talmud of Rabbi Yudah Hanossi, and he became the Rosh Hashiva of Tsipuri after Rabbi Yehuda Anasi, and this is Rabbi Chama, his, his son. To get some idea of the greatness of Rabbi Chanina, it's about him that the story is told that when Antoninus used to come to visit Rabbi, the story is told in Gemara Vedazorah, Daf Yudah Mitbez, and it was very secret. He had a secret passageway to come and visit Rabbi, and the deal was that when he came to visit Rabbi, nobody would be there. Uh, even uh, Antoninus Antony himself used to make sure that the messengers, the guards who, who who walked with him and protected him on his way to Rabbi Yudah Anossi, were executed afterwards so that there would be nobody who could report the fact. Uh, and once he came to the home of Rabbi Yudah Anossi and he found that uh, Rabbi Hanina bin Bachama was there. Uh, this is the father of, of Rabbi Chama Bachanina. And Antony says to, to Rabbi, didn't we have a deal that there would be no human being present when we meet? And Rebbe answers, this, this is not a human being, this is a malach, this is an angel. And Antoninus actually tests uh, Rabbi Hanina Bachama and finds him, finds him to be supernatural. Um, so that, that's the kind of person we're talking about in Rabbi Hanina, and this is Rabbi Chama, Rabbi Hanina, his son, who says on this, the last daf of, the last omud of uh, the first parak of Masech Tassoyta, we're getting to the end of the first parak already, V'chi of Shalot, on the posuk of Achrei Hashem, Lekechem Telchu, you must follow in the footsteps, you must walk according to Hashem, your God, V'chi of Shalot, L'adam L'alecha Chashchina, can a human being walk behind the Shechina? V'alokfani Amai, Ki Esh Hashem, Ki Hashem Lekecha Eish Ochlahu, we've already learned that Hashem is a, a, a consuming fire, Ella, what does it mean? It means following Hashem's characteristics. We can't follow Hashem, but we can follow Hashem's characteristics. Just as he dresses the naked, as he did with Adam and Chava, so we need to do. 
just as he visited the ill, the sick, as he did with, with Avraham at Elonei Mamre. So we need to do. Just as he comforted the mourners, as he did uh, after Avraham died, we must do the same. Just as he buried the, the dead, uh, as he, we learned that he buried um, Moshe, and we learned about that uh, this week. So we see that we've got to, we've got to follow in the ways of, of Hashem and the characteristics of Hashem. Uh, there are two difficulties here. The one difficulty is really, do we need Rabbi, Chamabar, Rabbi Hanina to tell us this, that one must bury the dead and provide clothing for the poor and uh, visit people who are ill? Do we need to know that that's what Hashem does and that's why we do it? Is that not common human decency? Couldn't every human being figure out with their own sense of decency that this is the right thing to do? Why do we need to know that this is what Hashem does and therefore we should do it too? And furthermore, uh, this, and this is the que- question of Rabbi Tzela Petrburger, the Gemara in Shabbos says, this is my God and I will glorify him. The way you glorify God is be like God. Just as Hashem is merciful and, and empathetic, so you too must be merciful and empathetic. Uh, once again, we have the same question. Do you really need to know that God is merciful and empathetic and that's why we need to be? And if we didn't know that, would we not be merciful and empathetic? And secondly, are these two Gemaras and two Psukim, therefore, teaching us the same thing, and uh, they both teach us that we must emulate God's characteristics. So the piece of, of Rebizela Petterberg is, is very classical and really important, and it's based on a piece from his Rebbe, from Rebizela Salante. And he says in the Sefer Tfuna, that's those are pieces that the Rebizela Salante published in the 1860s, um, Never think that your negative qualities are ingrained in you and cannot be changed, that Hashem gave them to you, and that's just part of you. You are law ken that is not the way. Not only can the characteristics of a person be mastered, they can also be transformed. As you see with animals in the circus, you see that, that the animals can be tamed. You see that animals, wild animals can be, can be tamed and their nature can be changed to, to make them, to domesticate them. So certainly a human being can tame his, his wild nature. Uh, so that it doesn't go out into an, into expression. And through constant practice and habituation, you can actually rewire the person and make it part of him. And that's what it means, he says, that says in Mishle, that a person who has is patient and can master his, his anger, is better than a powerful person, than a, 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 a warrior. And one who can master his spirit is greater than one who can conquer a city. And Rabbi Tzalapetaburg says, based on, on Rabbi Sosalante, When it talks about Erech and that that's a gibor, that's Koveshit Yitzro, that's 
mastering your Yetzirah, mastering your tendency to want to do something negative, and stopping yourself, self-discipline. But Moshel Berucho is not self-discipline. That is to remove the negativity from your heart and to transform oneself into one who loves righteousness. In fact, he says, this is the role of the person. This is what life is. You start off being self-disciplined, mastering your negative tendencies. Um, and therefore, even if you have negative tendencies, you don't express them. Uh, you naturally have a temper. You're quick to get angry, but you master it. You don't do it. Um, and that's that's what one has to do. But that's not enough. If you have done the right thing just by self-mastery and discipline and dominating yourself, that's still not sufficient. Because in human development, we have to go a step further. Really, you've got to then become a Moshel Beruchol, somebody who can change their nature. So even if he's acting mercifully and kindly, that's not enough. You've got to become a kind and merciful human being. You've got to become somebody who is within your nature kind and, and merciful, which is different from merely acting in a way that is kind and merciful. And the same applies, therefore, with all the midot to turn them into, into good. So based on Rabbi Sorcelante, Rabbi Zorcelante explains these two levels that there are in the journey of human development. The first, to discipline oneself so that those negative tendencies aren't expressed and aren't manifest. And the second is to transform that negativity into positive qualities that actually changes the nature of the human being. With that principle from Rabbi Sro Salanta, Rabbi Itzala explains the uh, apparent contradiction between the two Gemaras, our Gemara here in Sota and the Gemara in, in Shabbos. If you look at the wording of our Gemara, it talks about and it talks about actions, about giving clothing to the to the poor and about visiting the sick and about burying the, the dead. These are actions. And therefore, our Gemara says, explains a bit, so is talking about the human being's need to have to act um, in, in a way that is correct, no matter what he feels, no matter what his inner feeling is at that particular point, if he feels empathetic or merciful towards a particular individual, it doesn't make a difference. There's a requirement, to act in that way. Uh, and and whereas the Gemara in Shabbos doesn't talk about action, there it says, have domelo, be like him. The, the first one, the Gemara in Sota, is about doing. The Gemara in Shabbat is about being. Just as God is merciful, you be a merciful person, explains Rabbi Zalabetelberger. That's talking about the being of the human. What type of person, what characteristics have to be innate in your being rather than what actions do you have to perform in order to be godly? And, and then finally, to understand... Uh, our very first question, do we really need to know that God does these things in order to do them? Or is this not common decency? And the answer to that is, of course, it's common decency. And of course, every civilized human being understands that these are the right things to do and would do these things. But there is a qualitative difference between doing them because they're morally and ethically right, doing them because that's a requirement of, of any form of, of successful society, 
uh, doing them because of, of, of common human decency and doing them because that is the way of Hashem, that one is actually emulating Hashem. The concept that in even doing that which is ethical and moral, it's not just a ben adam lechaviro. It's not just an interpersonal action that one's doing an interpersonal mitzvah. But in addition to that, it, it's also a ben adam lemakom. One is expressing the highest form of going in God's ways, of being divine, first acting divine, and then actually becoming divine. That's the transformation. First to transform our actions into actions that are divine actions, and then to transform our beings, our hearts, our souls into divine hearts, into divine ways of being, and thereby emulate Hashem. And those are the two different dimensions of the Gemara in Sotah and the Gemara in Shabbos. 